0: Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Are You Really Committed episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. A long time ago, when I was struggling in my previous marriage, my therapist told me something that I never forgot. She said, Bill, the best way out of a relationship is to have both feet in. And I was like, huh? What she meant was, if you always have one foot out the door, then you're not fully committed to the relationship. And how do you know whether the relationship will work if you don't fully commit? And if you fully commit and do the work, you know, everything you can to make the relationship work, and it doesn't work out, then you know it's time to get out. And you can do so with a clear conscience, right? Well, the research is very clear about the importance of commitment in relationships. It is associated with higher relationship satisfaction, longevity, stability, and overall well-being. Commitment promotes investment in the long term of the relationship, and it reduces the likelihood of cheating or infidelity and helps couples work out their challenges together. And when you don't fully commit and don't do the work, you can go on and on blaming or complaining about your spouse or partner, uh, end up getting a divorce or breaking up, without a chance to take responsibility for your own actions, be accountable, and grow. Oftentimes when that happens, you take the same energy or baggage from that relationship to the next one and the cycle starts all over again. And you wonder how you ended up in the same predicament in the next relationship, right? Committing to your relationship is a great way to learn about yourself and to grow. You know, any family issues that we have growing up, especially in dysfunctional families, we often bring the same dynamics to our relationship. And it's usually subconscious. We don't realize we're doing it, yet it feels familiar, And so we go with it, even when it's not good for us. Until we are conscious of those dynamics, we often keep repeating the same old patterns over and over in relationships. That's part of why I have no regrets for the relationships or marriages that didn't work out, because they all helped me learn and grow, so I can now be in the best relationship and marriage I could ever imagine. I broke the patterns, and through my commitment to my own growth and supporting my wife's growth, I can commit fully in relationship. And man, I got to tell you, I've experienced over and over men and women in my practice at the health clinic and my private practice who are afraid to commit because they've been hurt in a previous relationship. And it only makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, you you feel like you're fully committed, you made yourself vulnerable and all that, only to have the rug pulled out from under you. And then having that experience, teaching you not to do that again, mm -mm, not going to be vulnerable, not going to commit, can't do that. And then maybe you dare to eventually get into another relationship. And this time you hold back your vulnerability and you don't fully commit because you don't wanna get hurt again. And the relationship is already in trouble because you have one foot out the door. I think of Cliff, not his real name of course. He was in what he called a committed relationship. And the reason he came to me was that he really loved his partner and wanted to make the relationship work. Yet I could sense, by the way he was talking, that he had one foot out the door. Some of the signs were that he was talking a good game, yet it didn't seem he was taking much action. And he said he would get nervous when she would bring up marriage or any long-term planning. And he even said that he was always checking out the dating apps just to keep his options open. Well, he hadn't had an affair on her, yet he was looking and taking attention away from the relationship to have those options. So I brought up this one foot out the door thing, you know, and I pressed him on it. And he eventually admitted to me that he always had one foot out the door in all of his relationships. And he said that he often overlapped relationships. In other words, when he felt a relationship getting too intense or boring, he would start another relationship while still being in the current relationship. (laughs) And once he felt somewhat secure in the new relationship, he would end the other relationship. And he said this was a pattern that he had repeated since high school. Cliff also had shared some of his past with me, and it turned out that his father abandoned him and his mother when Cliff was around six years old. He never saw his father again, and he remembered looking up to his father and always wanting his attention. Cliff said that his father was away a lot for work, and the time that his father was around, Cliff remembered having fun with him. And when his father moved out, it really confused Cliff, and he was hurt. Well, with him saying that, it started to make sense to me how he was the way he was in relationship. You know, his fear of commitment could have been because he was abandoned by his father. And when I shared this with Cliff, the light bulb went on. He gleaned that maybe the reason he would overlap and end relationships was for fear of being abandoned. And that with him ending the relationship first, he wouldn't be abandoned in relationship. Well, I also pointed out to him that his father wasn't a very good role model for being committed in a relationship, and he got it. So with Cliff having a new awareness of how his past influences relationships, he saw a chance to stop the pattern and he wanted to know how to be committed in a relationship. Well, before we got into all that, we worked on self-compassion and forgiveness, forgiving his father and forgiving himself. This was a process and it took some time. Then we started talking about how to be committed in his relationship. The first thing we talked about was for him to get off the dating apps and delete them. (laughs) Dating apps have no business being in a committed relationship. I told him that he had to be willing to invest time and energy in the relationship, you know, making an effort and to be consistent with his efforts. We discussed being emotionally available, you know, being able to express his feelings and support his partner's feelings, showing empathy, um, showing her support when times get rough, and to celebrate the good times as well. We talked about having those long-term discussions, you know, and a plan for a shared future. Since commitment is based on trust, we talked about how to build trust. And again, be consistent with his words and his actions. Be reliable and to keep his promises. Um, We talked about, you know, the importance of open communication, have honest conversations, using mindful communication strategies and whatnot. And for him to be committed to himself for his own personal growth so he can be accountable for his actions and relationship and support her in her growth as well. Well, as you can imagine, Cliff was pretty overwhelmed at first, (laughs) you know, not knowing how he was gonna pull it all off and I assured him that we would take it one step at a time and that it would require some patience. I also said that simply by him wanting to commit to his relationship and taking the steps to do so, he was more than halfway there. And Cliff didn't always get it right. Hell, (laughs) I don't always get it right. None of us do all the time. Yet he was definitely putting in the effort and that's what it's all about. And I'm happy to say that he and his partner are now engaged and making plans for the future. So I ask you, are you really committed to your relationship? Well, it's something to think about. I have some general guidelines for what it means to be committed in a relationship. So listen to them and see what boxes you can check and see where there may be room for improvement. Now, before I get into this, understand that all relationships are unique, and what it looks like to be committed can show up differently depending on the relationship. So, just want to make that clear. In general, here's what the research says, and some of these I already mentioned in Cliff's story. So, a person who is totally committed in a relationship is available emotionally for their partner. You know, they're open, receptive, and responsive to their partner's emotions, needs, and concerns. And they actively engage in deep and meaningful emotional connection. Um, They are willing to invest time and effort to prioritize the relationship. You know, spending time together and being committed to staying connected. Um, Being committed means being reliable and consistent. That helps to build trust. Being committed is looking at a possible shared future together and make long-term plans. Um, A commitment to being honest and open when communicating. Being committed to and supportive of each other's personal growth. Also being committed to finding solutions to problems or issues and being selfless, you know, willing to compromise or even sacrifice at times for the higher good of the relationship. And being totally committed also means, and this is really important, to create a safe place to be vulnerable and show your true self. So after hearing all this, I ask you again, are you really, truly committed? Are you surprised by your reaction? Look, if this scares the shit out of you and makes you want to run, good. (laughs) Think about it. And if you're not ready to commit, you're not ready for a relationship. And that's okay. No problem. Be honest with yourself. And if this scares you and you still want to commit to a relationship and don't know how the hell to do it, good, because it takes courage. It really does. And start with the intention of being totally committed. Then start doing the work. Maybe talk with a coach or a therapist, uh, read a book, you know, uh, listen to a podcast. Just make the effort, you know, with both feet in. And remember, with both feet in, it's the best way to stay in and get out of the relationship. When you have both feet in and you do all you can do and it doesn't work out, well, at least you gave it your best shot and you can move on guilt-free and keep your integrity. And having both feet in and doing the work and the relationship thrives? (laughs) Well, you are definitely on the path to living the life you love. All good. Here's a quote about commitment in relationship from an unknown source. It says, The quality of a relationship is dependent on the level of commitment both partners have towards making it work. Yep. That's what it's all about. And that will do it for this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Are You Really Committed episode. I'm Bill Simpson, your host, and I appreciate your commitment to listening to this podcast, and I encourage you to keep doing it. So, want to know a real turnoff for women? And men, too, for that matter. It's jealousy. Yeah, Want to know how to deal with it when you are a jealous person in your relationship? Or how to deal with it if you're in a relationship with a jealous person? Then please check out the next episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast. The jealousy episode. And remember, if you have any questions or issues about your relationship you need help with, if you have any comments or feedback about the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. You can find my email address in the show notes. It's bill at pathways to livingwell.com. That's bill at pathways to livingwell.com. And if you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, hey, share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.